0: And welcome to another brand new episode of Out The Box Talks I am your host, Krill I am back for another episode Shout out to all of our viewers, all of our listeners I feel like last week It it feels like it's been a while, right? Since I've been in front of y'all You know, last Friday, you know, it was Black Friday I didn't put out an episode But I'm back and I'm excited to chat with the artist that I have on the show today Um, It is so dope to have him be a part of of the platform. I've been trying to get him on the show for a minute, so look forward to the convo tonight. Before I jump into the interview, I do want to shout out a few things related to Out the Box. Uh, As you know, um, we have our website, Out the Box Media, where you can find access to all of our previous interviews. You just go to that website and click on the podcast shows tab or the TV shows tab, and you will get access to all of the interviews we've done since 2009, both on this YouTube channel, Out the Box TV, as well as Out the Box Talks audio podcast. Also, if you have been rocking with us and you like what we do, we have a merch store up. It's called it's at outtheboxmedia.bigcartel.com. You got our tees like this, the Out the Box. TV, Out The Box Media merch, and I'm always putting up new merch on the, on the platform, too, for you to check out. We got sweaters on there. We got hoodies on there. We got snapback hats. You know, just that fly gear for you to rock if you support the Out The Box movement and you like what we do. Also, if you would like to donate to the platform, donations are always very much accepted. Um, You can donate via PayPal at paypal.me outtheboxmedia or at, um, I'm sorry, at Cash App, if you prefer to donate through Cash App, cash tag out the box rep, all right? Uh, the donations go a long way, man. Like, this, uh, platform, you know, it, it's, I don't have it in a space now where it's able to pay for itself, you know? It's, it's, whatever money I can put up towards it is what helps it to keep going. So whatever you can support helps me to keep doing this and gives me more motivation and, and incentive to keep pushing forward, and, you know, providing these dope interviews with some of these really quality artists in the independent hip-hop scene. Also, um, we have a Patreon page. So uh, if you would like to get access to exclusive interview clips, you can um go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash outtheboxmedia. We have uh, over 30 interviews up there that have not been heard by the general public. It is only if you are a patreon subscriber so um it's only two dollars a month is a very very low fee um i wish i could just give it to you for a one-time fee but the subscription model doesn't work like that so if you would like to get access go check it out man i think um you will definitely like what you what you have to see and hear on the platform and if you want to Get a list of the different artists that are on there. Um, you can just go to this same link, Patreon.com/slash/OutTheBoxMedia, and you will see the list of the different artists that the interviews um, feature up there on that platform. Also, um, we have our. Um, uh, if you're if you're watching this interview on YouTube, definitely feel encouraged to subscribe to the Out The Box TV platform. I also have another YouTube channel, which is called Out The Box Media, where I'm doing, uh, like, regular music reviews on album reviews. So if you're into that kind of stuff, you want to get put on to, like, the dope new albums that come out regularly, uh, hip-hop and soul albums, you can also go over there. But if um, if you are the type of person that likes listening to these interviews, more so on the audio podcast, There's the high-quality audio podcast at Out the Box Talks on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and wherever else you generally listen to audio podcasts, right? And, of course, we have this channel, Out the Box TV, where you catch the video interviews, um, and you can subscribe on this channel if you haven't yet as well. All right? So I just wanted to get those things out the way. Like I said, man, I have a really dope artist on the show with me today, um, and I'm really excited to... um, you know, bring him on to the platform. He is an MC out of Chicago representing Chi-Town. Shout out to the Chicago artists, man. I feel like I've interviewed a number of Chicago artists this year on the platform, and they always have something really dope to offer. One of the things I've found common with the Chicago artists I've interviewed this year, all of them have something of substance to say in their music, right? They, they deliver a level of consciousness, which um, I really appreciate and value in hip-hop. And this artist that I'm about to talk to today, this MC representing Chi-Town, is no different. He definitely has something um, worthy and of consciousness to say in his music, particularly with his new album that he... that was released earlier this year, which we're going to be mainly talking about, entitled um, Knowledge and Power... Also produced by Rashid Hadi. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited to bring this brother on the platform. He, Like I said, he dropped this album, Knowledge and Power, back in April of this year. So we're going to talk talk about this project with him as well as some other aspects of his career. So without further ado, I don't want to hold y'all no more. I want to welcome to our out-the-box talks, viewing, and listening audience My brother, hailing from the chi town, Chicago, talented MC himself, Fillmore Green.
1: What's good, brother? How you feeling, man? Thank you for having me.
0: Hey, man, I'm excited to have you on the show, man. Like, like, I mean, I I was talking to you earlier behind the scenes about how, um. Mm -hmm you know, I've been, it's been a while, you know, really trying to get you on the show and how much, you know, I really enjoy being able to interview artists that I'm really fans of their music. You know, like this is a solid release for me. I have to admit though, I wasn't really familiar with you prior to this album. So just Uh, to be honest, but, um, I do want to like start off by just having you kind of give even myself a little history about yourself and like, what got you started with even pursuing a career as an MC?
1: Peace. Well, it's your boy Philmore Green. Um, and like you just said, man, we 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 better late than never, right? You right. know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, we locked in now. But uh, you know, I am a I'm an artist from the west side of Chicago, born and raised, man. And um, what got me inspired to, to do this as a career, basically the passion. Like, it's not even like I'm doing it for, I've been doing it, I've been doing this as of now um, longer for free than I has been doing for money. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? If you you get what I'm saying. Right, right, right. So the passion, man, the passion is what got me here. You know, I just, I stuck with it. I started with a bunch of people from my sister to my my home, a few of my homies and, you know, respectfully, you know, they, 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 we, we get grown and we do things and we branch off, but my passion for this, man, this is really my outlet. Music mm-hmm. is something that, that um it's therapeutic to me. Like I, I see, I start with something that's bare and I, when it's done, it's like, it's, it's so rhythmic and it's, 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 I can't even explain it, bro, but the passion is what made me pursue it. I started listening to music when I was eight years old, real heavily. You know, me and my cousins used to sneak and listen to you know music and I tell this story a lot, man. And, you know, I tell it a lot. You know, my aunt, my aunt Diane, she she had like a three foot box full of cassette tapes. You know, in Chicago, we didn't have that many resources. We couldn't go outside and see LL Cool J on the block. Like what what part of New York you from? Oh, I'm from Brooklyn, native, yeah. So you we couldn't we couldn't walk the blocks big, you know what I mean? Like right, you right. know, Things in that nature, man. So we had to really go dig deep. And me and my cousin Mimi, um, we we would sit and listen to these tapes. We would sneak and listen to these tapes from Duran Duran to Meatloaf to uh ACDC and uh Tone Loke, all these rappers and, and rock and roll, like she had a wide range of, wow. of of music, man, like in that box. And we used to just listen to it and sneak when my grandmother would leave, you know, and go to her studies. And um that grew to another passion. I moved with my other cousins for like six months, and she would freestyle. My my sister Zizi, she would freestyle. She she was nice with the words, mm. and she formed a group with our homegirls from West from school. And uh, I started being around that, so I already love it. She loved it. She got Wu Tang up on her walls, and she, you know I'm. She got Wu Tang up and. Jay-Z and Big Pun, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna start rhyming with you. I'm a, I am wrote my first rhyme when I was 13 years old. Wow! You know, it, it was horrible, but it's the first, you know? Yeah, so yeah, Always that the first is, is, always is like the that. Always the first, year. Yeah. That grew, that grew, that passion just started growing and growing, you know, and I got, I got out of high school. I connected with my off the block brothers, you know, and they, my brother Shea honed me into this artist to where though he would teach me song structure. He'd sit me down when I was 16 years old. This was before I got out of high school. Mm. He would pick me up, take me, sit me down, teach me song structure, how to put this and this there. We were only two tracking joints then. And then I would meet my brother, I Rock, whose brother was my business partner, Chuck. They had this kid that was doing um, beats on their in-house you know, Soul 360 was a label. They, they, a big label from Chicago. They used to do it back then. They still, we still Soul 360 off the block forever. So, um, they had this kid named Truth, Truth the Beast. And me and Truth the Beast, we would connect and, and, and we, we developed this trust to where as though I I didn't have to pay off a beach anymore. Nice. (laughs) So I took him to off to my guys and off the block and now off the block, Soul 360, we working exclusively and they coming through the hood. They chilling on our block and, you know, stuff like that. And this, it was all love, man. And, and, and we grew with that truth. He ventured out, you know, he, he's, he's doing other things now, man. That's still my brother, me and Chuck. We still got that off the block, Soul 360 bond because we working exclusively. That's my business partner. And uh, I will go to these functions. The passion just kept growing. And I would go to these functions, man. In Chicago, rap, do all this other type of stuff. And one night, um, I was I was on my, I was in my neighborhood, probably doing something, man, hanging with the guys on the block, man. And and a uh, guy by the name of Jeff the Illis call. Yeah. Jeff the Illis hit me, and he was like, "Man, I want you to do this record." You know, I went to John Marshall. I was like 15 minutes away. Marshall was in Fifth City. I'm from k Town, so I was like, "Where you at? Okay, I come do it." Jeff Dillon say, okay, I'm in Fifth City. Boom. At the time when Hadi was there, you know, we went to Hadi. We re- recorded the joint. That's when I met Rashid Hadi. Nice. And this is like, you know, we did the joint. Shout out to DJ Timbuktu, rest in peace. He uh he played it on WGCI. So that was my first Rashid Hadi introduction. But me and bro weren't really tight like that. We weren't really, I don't want to say not tight, but we we really didn't know each other. Mm. but Jeff is a solid guy and he put us together and um man I, I'm telling the whole story how I lead up to now but you know it's it's all driven by passion man and I connected with Rashid we saw each other at the event uh one of my homie my homie Saba we saw him at his event and uh connected after that man he gave me his number through Twitter started hitting him and you know we, I would go over his crib every Sunday and We would develop these records and he would say, you know, just just whatever you need in my in in my my uh, in any folder on his laptop, you can rap over because he heard me and and he developed me into what you hear now. You know what I mean? Like rap like this. You stand this far back, the mic still going to catch everything you say. He taught me these things. So I'm I'm molded, man. I'm molded by a bunch of great guys, man. I've been behind a bunch of great guys in this music thing and the passion, man, just to be, I'm long winded already, but the passion what got me here, man. The passion is what got me here. That's what made me want to do this. And it just ended up as a career, man. Like that's, to be honest, you know, everybody, you get a lot of rappers that say, uh, well, I ain't, I ain't one of these, I, can I curse? Yeah, you good, you good. Yeah, man, I ain't, I ain't one of these rap niggas. And you know man I mean? Like, you know, like you in the studio, you rhyming, you feel me, you, you're a rapper. Mm-hmm. You're an artist. So right, right, right. I'm an artist, bro, because this is art. And I take it. I I am I'm, I'm not the cat, you know, I, I don't really live in the lab because this is art. You know what right, I mean? Like right, art right. comes off inspiration. That's true. So that's what it is, man. It's passion, bro. Passion. I ain't gonna stay too long on nah, one nah, thing. It,
0: it comes <laughs> back. It comes back full circle. Like you yeah. when you say passion, you attach it to those experiences, it actually passion. makes sense. You know, yeah, um man. can you like I said man, I I wasn't familiar with you prior to this album this year. So for myself and I guess other people that may not be aware, what would you say are your three most impactful moments in music prior to this year? Personal
1: or just music?
0: In music. Oh man. Like your, your 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 moments, like the things that really led you to this point where you are now um that you know made you the artist that people know today or in 2021
1: no not personal but you're talking about my my, my music or just hip-hop in general your music my music yeah your work okay. um first recording um i never been asked this bro that's a great question first me recording my first demo me recording my first demo it was called break them down me and my homie star Vane. i was just telling my, my brothers this the other day like you know we rolled past the, the spot i did my first uh song in the, mm-hmm. the 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 building and it was a it was a joint called break them down me and my brother star Vane, we recorded it at a uh, homie jay doe crib and that moment was so dope to me because it was my first time hearing myself on record Mm -hmm. on on wax so i had never heard this we took it back to the block and we played it for about and i was 16 years old we took it back to the block and we played it all that day you know what i mean and that was the first one um second second Mm -hmm. was being so close to a iconic rapper Uh quick story um my brother duke my brother duke one day he's riding down madison avenue he had that 745 joint this is back in 2003 he had that 745 joint he's like what 22 at the time so he had that 745 joint the li and he riding up madison uh with my with my homie ike and they meet a guy by the name. He's just in Chicago. He's a rapper. He's known. He's just in Chicago. And the story is, I wasn't with him. The story is, he flagged him down. He had the same car, and they ended up connecting. And he slid through our block over in K Town. His name was Cameron Giles. <laughs> Cameron Dipset Era. You know what I mean? Uh,
0: yep. Cameron Giles. Like you. I think you gotta know yeah. Cameron yeah. from in the nineties or yes, early 2000s yes. to know that's <laughs> Cam. But go ahead, Cam, yeah.
1: Cam, so Cam slid through the block and he just became a Chicagoan by heart. You know what I mean? Like he wow. said, that wow. block reminded him of Harlem and the West Side reminded him of Harlem. And we were known for those guys to be close with Cam. So one, one year Cam was here at the House of Blues. And, you know, we probably was cooling. We was chilling. We used to chill heavy back then, you know. We used to be out on the block, and we was we was cooling, and uh, I think it was, we, we was out there for too long, and we got lost track of time, but Cam was at the House of Blues. Cam, M-O-P, and uh, CNN, oh, wow. I believe, or it was just Nori. One of them, but it was a live show. Cam headlined it. So, Middle of the show, me, my man Duke, Shay, Twilly Mac, we all in the we in the spot. We off the block. We in the spot. So my man Twilly Mac, he has the personality. He's like, he's the jokes, they're gonna make the room laugh. But he when he want, when he's gonna get something, he's gonna get it. You know what I mean? Like he don't care what people think, he's gonna be Twilly Mac. So we walked in the spot late. We weren't able to connect with them before the show. We walk in the spot. It's like now, mind, We fresh coming from the neighborhood. It's about fifteen of us. Twenty Mac form a line. We get through the crowd. We get straight to the front of the House of Blues stage in a pack concert. Right middle of the show. Twenty Mac get to the front. He flagged down Cam on stage, and Cameron stopped his show in the middle of the show. Cameron stopped his show and said. Now get my K-Town niggas up here. Wow. Wait, wait. Put my K-Town niggas up here. And we all hopped on that motherfucker. It's Noriega standing over here. Uh uh Billy Dan's little fan. You know what I mean? Like M.O.P., The Dips. We all on stage, man. And he stopped his show just to bring us up on that stage. That's and that up. was That's the second moment for me. Third and it was kind of recent. There's plenty more, but I'm gonna go with this one. Third was uh, Dilla Day, Dilla Day, um, February seventh, twenty nineteen. <laughs> February seventh, twenty nineteen. Uh, it was twelve degrees outside, bro. I remember. The, I remember how cold it was. Mm. It was Tuesday. It was twelve degrees outside in Chicago at that. So album release party for my first album, my first official album, Chicago a Third World City. Uh, bro, it was 12 degrees outside in Chicago on a Tuesday night. The spot fit uh like 250 people. We had almost 300 people in there. Wow. That night, like it was people from all walks of life. They some people flew in for the show. It was it was packed, bro. Like and that was the moment when I said, you know, my cousin, my cousin Earl, my cousin Easy I was in the backstage. I was in the green room. And easy, you know, easy, he don't give a fuck with how he'd say it and what he say. He came to the back. He was he was like, man, it looked like a fucking club out there. <laughs> I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? My mom snuck in the building. My stepop snuck in the building on me. You know, because I called my mom before every show. You know what I mean? One of my, you know, I, you know, I I I I be, but
0: no, I got you, yeah.
1: Yeah. Snuck in, he was like, Man, it looked like a fucking club out there. It looked like a club out there, so I'm like, "What?" I didn't peek out. I mm. got on stage. Hadi was already out there. It was beautiful, man. We rocked it, and that was the that was that was it right there. That's what that's, I mean, that's what that's what made me say, "This is what I'm on." This is this is this is gonna be. We're gonna take it up another level.
0: That was the confirmation right there.
1: That was the last check for me to nice. just say, "Okay." This is it. Cause I expected it to be like a a a a, a soft crowd, mid mild crowd. You know right, I mean? right, right. People scattered and shit like that. But it was like, you know, I, I seen you pictures, man. It was nice. I got footage and everything. Nice, like, man. That's
0: that's amazing, that man. That's that's a feeling like no other, man. I just like the from just from how you told a story, man. Like it just feels like it was an epic experience, man. So yeah, I mean, that's good dope. that you can uh, you know, remember that, and and, and I, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it gives you. It's one of those moments that you can go back to 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 gain motivation from. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. dope. Like dope.
1: I, um, it is. It is. I still look at those pictures. I think about all those um situations. Right. You know. Right. It's, it's, it's still. It's it's heavy. It's heavy on me. So I'm I'm running with that. Indeed, you know? indeed.
0: Thank you so much for sharing. So, um. I wanted to talk to you uh, a little bit about some of your previous releases. I know um, in 2020 you released the Survival Scroll and in 2018 was Chicago, a third world city. Um, Just for folks that may not know, including myself, like just give me a brief explanation of what those two projects entailed, um, you know, and kind of what they stood for as far as you saw it.
1: Okay, so back to uh, my long introduction. Um, music is inspired. I, I do music from inspiration. Yeah. Chicago, third world city, was simply for the city. It was my first approach on a lot of people. Yeah. And I had to make it. I had to make it an event. I made it an event. So it was. It's one of those projects where you got to listen to it all the way through. Right. The skits go along with the songs and it's one whole story and at the end I wrap it all up in one song nice and let you know how it ends the story agreed and you know it was one of those you know I said man if I'm gonna introduce myself to the people I got Rashid Hadi on every beat you know I mean like I have to for for one when He's I'm the when I'm approaching it I, I put myself up with the with the with the guys that are performing in front of 20 30,000 because I understand like they were once in the position that I am and they work that way so I can do the same. So why not, you know, humbly compete with them already. So I said, man, I got to get on the Drake's and the Coles, and the, so I put, we put together the project, you know, we came to the table, we formulated everything from the track list to, uh, the story It's one long story, man. You gotta listen to it straight through. Mm-hmm. And, That song was just my coming out part. That that project was my coming out party, man. I knew I had to hit the people upside the head. And we, we all, everybody played their uh, roles. Everybody played their roles 110%. Nice. You know, from, from the structure to the artwork, salute to Zeph Farby, mixing and mastering the production. And, you know, Neek did one joint on there. So it was dope, man. It, It was like. I had to do this because I know people were going to listen just because I'm with Rashid Hadi cuz I come in under his wing. Right, right. But but I, I, I you know, I had to really 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 flex. So I put together a project that was a movie, it's an audio movie. You go back, go check it, man. You got to come back yeah, and let me know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All the way through. Yeah. And uh man, the Survival Scroll that was off the times, man. That was created in 2020. That wasn't even supposed to come out. I had just got my equipment April of last year, and um, I created out of out of uh, ten records. I had I created seven of those records in my kitchen. Nice. You know, I was in a different spot, but I created seven of those records in my kitchen. I was up to like three, four in the morning. You know, the refrigerator making noise. I got to stop and wait. You know what I mean? Because I and I didn't know how to EQ anything. Right, right, right. I was learning. That's that's that album was in the middle of the pandemic, and I had taught myself a skill of recording myself. Hadid walked me through how to set it up, and nice. Man, Taiwan Davis sent the link, and I I I I recorded myself, bro. I I, I wanted to. I did that, and it was uh. It was beautiful man that's a personal project to me because i was so confined yeah due to the times you know yeah so that's what it was man so chicago a third world city based on chicago that was the coming out party i knew i had to come on so we came up with some outstanding topics and we themed it around a project nice. survival scroll was inspired by the times man the covet the, the quarantine right i taught myself a new skill and we had to survive like that was the that's why it was, you know, the, that's why we named it that. You know, we had a whole different name for it. But my man who was supposed to do the artwork, he had he had uh prior engagements, man. The, 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 I think he was caught up by the times and a lot, a lot of shit was closed, and he really couldn't get in his bag like he used to. Mm-hmm. So somebody else, my man AOFX had to do the artwork. Got it. AOFX, he did it. Everybody came together, and uh that's what it was, man. Survival scroll. It was dope, 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 dope music inspired by the times.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, as you speak about artwork, I I do want to talk to you about the artwork on this new album. But just thinking about artwork, like, yeah, I I noticed that there's always, like, just looking at all of your albums, there's always this really um, interesting graphic artwork, and it it always somehow seems like it has some type of message in it, you know? Um, So, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that moving forward but um uh talk to me about how this project knowledge and power came to be like, like like talk about like the your your vision for the title and you know Hadi's contribution this time around like what 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 made this special for him and what you know made you guys want to go with this actual title
1: well uh some, some some ill shit knowledge and power was supposed to come out while the court when the quarantine first hit mm, okay we we put that album on ice cuz that was done before survival scroll
0: ah okay wow knowledge okay
1: and power was done before survival scroll we had it on ice we didn't know what the fuck was going to happen so you know we didn't know if the shit was going to last a month okay a month we get back to the regular schedule program we can give these people this music in, front, in f- direct you know what i mean so that's what that was. And, and, and we had it on ice, mm. put out survival scroll and it was getting long, you know, the weight, we are still in the pandemic right now. You right. Right. I mean? Right. Right. So we finally came to the table and said, let's put it out, man. And when you want to get really deeper into the project, you know, knowledge and power, that's two things, us as a people, they don't want us to have that, you know, you get knowledge, once you learn things, you get the other, mm-hmm. you get the power. Once you get the knowledge, you get the power. Mm-hmm. You read more, you see more, you 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 teach yourself something new every day, you know, you get the power to, you get stronger.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And that is when you break it down to a literal aspect, you know, it's real. You like you read, you get the knowledge, your brain is a muscle, man, and your brain gets stronger so you get more, you, you can expand more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know if i'm making any sense nah
0: you make total sense man it's it's, That's it's what it it the is, process man. They, yeah
1: two things they don't want us to have and you know I, I i go to the album cover even though the album cover looks simple my man aofx did that one as well he uh we did about 70 something edits on that really from like 3 a.m to 7 a.m yeah you know uh the gun is too small make the gun bigger Fix the tattoo on his arm, you know, erase that, make it say that, leave my hat this way, put, you know, bring the, you know, we were just so detailed in that, man. And it was, it was, it was a great, that, that gave me so much respect for AFX. And when you break down the meaning of the artwork, um, I'm standing there, I'm in a, I'm in a hoodie, shout out to my fam at Leaders. That's a real hoodie, that's a real picture. I'm standing there, my face says it all and the hoodie says lead, right? Yeah. And on one side, you got the- The books, the hand with the books. The black hand. The black, the black hand, hand with the hand books, yeah. With the books, history, religion, and finances. They don't teach those in schools anymore. So that's what we need to know to get the power. You see what I'm saying? Black hand. My people, we need to get together. We need to, you know, I, I might sound preachy, but it's real. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: We need to fuck with each other more and, and, and show love. We got this mind state to where as though it's right. always competition. And right. We want to compete with him. He secretly don't want to see him win because he want to be in that position. That type of shit, man. You know, I you, break it down, man. You know, you riding next to somebody on the an e-way and they going faster. Another person look like you. He... Y'all right there, he's mm-hmm. getting up. He going to speed up just to leave you because it's that mind state. Right, you know, we got to right. be ahead of another motherfucker. Yeah, That's what it is. But if you had somebody knowledge, if you had somebody history, finance, and religion, we know who we are. We know what to do with our money and we can get closer to that spiritual spirituality we need to get to. Yeah. And on the other side, due to the times and the history, you got the white arm i have no disrespect to white people. I got white friends that are like my brothers. Mm-hmm. But it's not a white arm. When you look at the tattoo, it says MAGA. So you screen, you, you spread it out. Look at that tattoo on his arm. M-A-G-A. He's holding the gun. MAGA represents police officers, racists. Ahmaud Arbery. You know what I mean? So Brianna Taylor, you know, it's it's so many. Yeah. They, that represents that part of it. And it's showing that I'm, I'm I'm forever in danger. And I and I know this. So I walk around every day with it on me. But you don't see, I walk around with it on my face. Mm-hmm. And you see it, but it's nothing to me because I know it's a harsh reality. Mm-hmm. So that that is so much emotion, man. I just break it down. When I break it down, it makes more sense than just looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. You it's, know. It's, 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 it's a deep cover, bro. Definitely. You know
0: what stood out, and you spoke about it just recently, was. The word "lead," you know, that's on the yeah. sweater. Like, um, can you talk about why that word was highlighted? Like, what's the deeper meaning behind highlighting that word on you on the sweater? You know, with the animated character.
1: The real answer to that, there ain't really no deep answer. Mm. That's the picture I chose. Wow, it just okay. happened that way, you know what I'm saying? My 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 big bro Diego, he gave me the he gave me the hoodie. And I told him, you know, I'm I'm gonna give me a I'm gonna do a little photo shoot in this motherfucker. It was the hoodie wasn't even out yet. Okay, I'll say, okay, so since you gave it to me, I'm gonna do a little photo shoot in it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Show the love, you know. Got with my man Ishiaka, we shot that shit. We did like, we did it in like 20 minutes. And, you know, that's the picture I chose.
0: Yeah. So it was actually a real picture like of you posing with the sweater, and they just chose to animate it.
1: You go in my stories today. I actually posted the animation today. With, from you go in my stories on Instagram, you can catch the real picture and it transforms into the. Nice. Artist. I'm gonna go
0: check that out. Hold on, hold
1: on, I'm gonna do it for. I'm gonna do it for the people right now. <laughs> but yeah, man, like that's that's basically what it is, bro. Like, hold on. Let me see. I got that one.
0: Right, that's that's the um.
1: Next, that's coming next. That's a write up. Salute to the good folks over in up. uh, United Kingdom. That's what's up. It's coming. yeah, man. I the love, love, love
0: keep coming in about the album. That that must feel good, man. Check that out. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's the real one, right? Man, yeah, I just yeah. see it, and it switched to it. Got yeah, it, got, it, got it. it. Yeah, that's
1: what it was. Cool, man.
0: Cool, cool. So um, I want to talk about some of the music on the album, and and if you've ever caught any of my previous shows, you know, I like to go into the actual music, the subject matter, the lyrics, you know. Mm -hmm. So um I wanna start out by um um the second track. It's called All That I Know. But let me let me say this before I even jump into that. I just wanna and I I wish Hadid was on. Hopefully we get surprised by him on the platform, you know, to come on in. But um I I I gotta say like in addition to the subject matter and you know, all of the, the 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 thought-provoking topics you touch on on the album. Like, what really makes this album, to me, um, just as equally makes the album is the beats, right? Like, um, yeah. these beats just sound... I, you know, I get the... And, and this is not... I don't take this as a slight or, like, a comparison, nah. but, like, in my years of listening to somebody like Sky Zoo one of the things that makes him stand out in addition to him just being a dope lyricist is his beats. And I get the same vibe that I get when I listen to a lot of his albums mm-hmm. with this particular album. Like, you get that that soulful, boom-bap feel and um, it just hits. Like, the music just hits right away. <laughs> and um, that's something that I pay attention to. You know, like, even when I'm looking for artists to interview or, you know, trying to listen to music. There's so much music that exists that it's easy for me to gloss over certain albums. But when I heard this album, like, I kind of knew it right away. Like, it it, it, it hit right away. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to give y'all props for that. And maybe if yeah. Hadi comes in, we could talk a little bit more about that. But um, the second track, All That I Know, um, the beat is definitely a hard beat um um it's it's like really raw you know it has like that like i said that boom bap feel to it um i guess this question would have been for hadib but maybe you could help answer it um you yeah. know if he he has this sound on that beat where you hear like the chops like the ya yeah yeah. Uh, Like, I don't know if I'm doing it right, but you know, you know, the chops, like the vocal chops and shit. And I'm like, yo, were you with him or like, did you ever, like, did he explain to you like his process for creating that beat or creating beats that sound like that? Like, what's your, Mm -hmm. your experience with him with that?
1: Man, bro, this is, this is, this is how D and I do what we do. Uh, You know, with that project, by the time we got up to that project. I would go over his crib on like a Saturday night. I would, you know, we would have beers and I would just tell him, man, just pull up a folder from
2: 2006.
1: <laughs> pull up a folder from 2006, it's 300 beats in there. I go through them a little bit, you know, pull up a folder from 2010, you know what I'm saying? So he would pull up that folder, 300 beats in there. I go through there, just listen to the beats, man, like it's music. Nice and I, I must've came across that one, man. And, and just, it just, it was crazy. Like yeah, bro got so many beats. I don't even know. Like I had to ask him, like, when did you make this? Right, right, right. You feel me? So he, he got so many beats, it's ridiculous. Like it, it, don't even, it don't even make sense how many beats he got. And I just go over there, I play the beats. If I like them, you know, well, I like most of them, but if I like a particular beat, I might put it in my memo pad enough for me to write to, and write to it and go record it or record it here, or, you know, that's how it is. But he's, he has this system where over the course of 10 years, he's made so many beats. He can play a beat every day for the next 10 years. <laughs> Yo, that's dope. <laughs> he can literally play one beat when you do the math and you break right, 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 it right. days, he can play one beat every day, one new beat every day for the next ten years.
0: That's that's dope, man.
1: That's and, amazing. You know, that's is that's what I know for sure. You know what I mean? Like, I know that for sure. Like a lot, it's it's producers that can do that that can get in that bag. Yeah, yeah. But I know this for a fact.
0: Beautiful, man.
1: Beautiful for a fact.
0: You know, um you when you talked about like finding. An old beat from a batch. Like, talk to me about how these beats, because like these are good beats. Like, were you the one solely responsible for selecting the beats, and did you, were you the one that sequenced everything? Because it, it sounds really well sequenced as well.
1: I didn't sequence it at all. Okay. My my my, my business partner Chuck, Got my it. bro Chuck, Chuck. He does the sequencing. He does all of the sequencing. He we we record. And it goes back to what I said earlier. You know, everybody batted a thousand in their departments. With nice. Chicago, third world city. So Chuck, we record the joints and we get him. We add him on the folder. Say, so here's ten records. Here's ten records. <laughs> you take them, put them together. But but I prefer to have this one as three. So he know to move around and nice. dance around his third one. I want this one to be like number one. And we we kind of like always agree on the intro. Got it. Like we never had a, 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 we never had to, you know, we always agreed on the intro. Like this is it, this is the intro. Boom, 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 that's it. If he bring us back a sequence that we really not feeling, we'll say, oh, we kind of want this one to go up a little more. Okay. And, and it's like, a, you know, if two says something and one says another, we're gonna go with the majority rules. And yeah. there's no, it's three of us, you know, Chuck, I D myself. How did Chuck think something? It's over. Nice. Let's go to the next. And I know I'm the artist, but it's like we're a team. It's like we 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 developed this camaraderie and this 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 cohesiveness with the making of the projects. Chuck know what to do, man. He get them. Chuck, he 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 sequenced a few other artist joints. Nice. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like he's very good with sequencing records, man. And and that's what he did. Like he, he did all the sequencing and the beat picking uh that the other part of the question if if we're listening to beats and it's just i get that feel and i look over at chuck and he like he, he'll give me a look i like put that in the folder you know what i'm saying like nice put that one in the folder you know and that's what it is so it's a collective effort bro it's a collective effort everybody bats in up the, in their department and uh you know we we working man work that and that's really
0: dope that you guys can value each other in that way and have that kind of trust to be like yo just a look and that's enough like that's awesome man and it really speaks to you know having a team right like and the benefit of of working collectively like you say uh the outcome that comes with that man so that's that's great
1: so It's It's, it's it's a beautiful process man and now now we're now we're a little bit more busier from when we first started you know Motherfuckers is calling, you know, they, you know, book for shows. It's all a blessing. So we kind of like, you know, we really got to buckle down and, and do what we do, you know. Right, right, right. We, we, we not turn it down to shows if it's right, you know what I mean? Like this is what we worked up for. So we got to learn how to still do what we do and take the, 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 the busyness as it comes, you know what I mean?
0: Indeed, indeed. Yeah, man. Cool. Well, well said, man. So um, I want to, talk to you about a lyric on, on that song. You have a line on there, the song All That I Know, where you say, "Um, I hate an end glorifying this life. Ghetto chicks ain't effing with you. You ain't thugging it right. What makes you despise someone who chooses to glorify the street life?
1: Because there's nothing to glorify. Any real cat with, with any real cat that been out there will tell you like it's nothing you you see it all the time people go to jail you know people go to jail and they do this for 20 30 years when they've been through it what's the thing they do when it's all over they reach back and they tell other people this is not what it is right but it's so much of a cycle we can't control it You know what I mean? Like, I've always had this thought, like, in the neighborhood I'm from, it's like a box. Everybody's inside this box, and you got go to school, somebody gonna go to jail, somebody may die, and whatever this may be. just miscellaneous shit. You know what I mean? And you choose what side you go on. Sometimes you don't choose. It just leads you to that direction. And we don't know, because we all youngest kids. like like a lottery or some shit, man. You don't know what side of that box you're gonna end up on. So, any real dude from the streets, man, he gonna tell you, you know, this ain't this ain't what you want to do. This ain't what you want to glorify. You don't want to do this. And I know, cause come on, man, I'm, I'm I'm rapping, bro. Like I'm far from the toughest guy from my neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I ain't no bitch. You know, I ain't, you know. I got you. you know, far from it, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got homies that you know, been on gangland and, you know, like, this is, this is, I'm far from the toughest guy. And those dudes love my music.
2: Yeah. And yeah.
1: I choose to bring out. So I'm like, okay, why would I got to reach? I'm going to be myself. I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do exactly what I want to do within this music. So, you know, glorifying it, like, why would you want to do that, man? You know, people take drill music from Chicago and, 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 put it up in this bubble and just want to mimic that. You know, and a lot of them kids, man, that's their life. Mm-hmm. And and it's drill rappers in New York. That's their life. That's their reality. Mm-hmm. So that's how they express themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you have these people that come and, and, and don't do this type of shit. And they don't really know what, what, what everything come, what comes with that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they want to be that falsely. So, you know, it, it ain't nothing to glorify, man, because people die, you know, when you die, you don't come back. People get 60, 70 years, you know, with, with, with you know, they'll get 99 years. The judge would give a motherfucker 99. I got a, I got a homie I grew up with, he doing 91 years. So before he can go to the, you know, try to get an appeal, he got to do like 60 some years. That's life, bro. So it's, it's nothing to glorify, man. Like it ain't nothing, nothing to me, to each his own, but that's to me. You know, I, I it's, it's
0: nothing to glorify, bro. Nah, that's real talk, man. And um, I highlighted yeah. it because it's respectable. You know, like, you know, a lot of times in hip hop, that stuff kind of gets glossed over, you know, like, and the fact that you highlighted it in your music to be like, yo, it ain't nothing to glorify. That's real. Like that's real. Yeah. You know what man, I mean? Man, it ain't nothing to glorify,
1: man. Indeed. It's nothing to glorify.
0: So um the song Beautiful Picture Three, you have a yeah. singer on there, Natasha Robinson.
1: My my sister. Yeah. Dope, dope. Oh, is that your like my, your your real nah, sister? Nah, oh, nah. just
0: a, no, I got you, got you. Um she's featured on the track and her vocals really help to accentuate the track. Aside from you know the hook where you hear her singing primarily, you even hear her ad limbing under some of your raps. Like, yeah. how did her overall contribution to the song come to be? Like, how did that unfold to what we hear in the actual song, the finished product?
1: Well, Natasha Robinson, she I know her through my I know her through my homegirl Tila Robinson. Mm. She's an amazing vocalist as well. So, uh, two thousand. 10 I believe uh we, we we asked Tila you know we like you know we need a vocalist Tila can sing but we we needed another sound mm-hmm. and we gave her that sound and she brought Natasha through Natasha did beautiful picture one you know fast forward 2015 we recording beautiful picture two who's in the lab when it's chilling my homegirl girl Tila Tila gets on us she gets on the record she's on beautiful picture two so I wanted to try to keep it going beautiful picture three I called Natasha. She she came to Hadid crib and, uh, she came up with that hook and I was like, you know what? Let's get real melodic. I need you. I'm not going to do ad libs. I need you to do my ad libs, but you're not going to be saying anything. You're going to harmonize this.
0: Yeah. I noticed that.
1: You know what I mean? Some of the stuff I kind of coached her and told her to say, but a lot of that was just her filling the record. You know, I want you to harmonize what you do. Uh, that one part when she said amazing, classic, I stay committed. I, I heard that when I wrote it. Nice, nice. So she she kinda she brought it all to life, man. She's an amazing vocalist. She's she's done backup for Raekwon. Uh she's yeah. one of the she's one of the best vocalists in the city to me, man. Like and she she come through and she deliver. She she's dope.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. So um if you had to define beautiful picture three in simple words. What would you say the track represents and how does it differ from Beautiful Picture 1 and 2 for those that might not know of those tracks?
1: Uh, Beautiful Picture 3 really, it's like Beautiful Picture 1 and 2. They are uh, dusk, the, the, the magic hour when everything is, all the fluorescent lights are hidden. The street lights just came on. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's 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 warm. It's warm. Yeah, street it lights just came on, and you smell that summer air, but you smell the dirt from the ghetto. You know what I mean? Both of those are dusk. Like the sun is going down. Mm-hmm. Is that dusk or dawn? I don't. Know. I get the motherfuckers mixed
0: up. I get them mixed up too.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's the sun is going down, and and. You really, it's the summertime and it's about to be night, but it's still day. And this is what we're doing. You might hear gunshots f- five blocks away. You know what, but we're gonna continue our day because this is all we know It's this, we're all gonna be somebody with diamonds. Beautiful picture, that's beautiful picture one and two. Beautiful picture three is that sunny morning in the, in the summer. I you know what it. I mean? That's what I feel when I wrote them because that 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 the way Hadi flipped that it feels like a sunny morning. Yeah. you know what I mean? It's a it's a beautiful morning, and, and the main behind all of them, you know, we are the diamonds. We we come from the ghetto. They 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 point the finger at us. They call us everything under the sun, and you know, but the most successful people in this world, some of the most successful people in this world from the ghetto, man, mm. some form of the ghetto. So that's what it is, man. Like beautiful picture one and two, dusk, sunshine about to be night. The moon is coming. The sun is transitioning and beautiful picture three. That's when you first wake up, your windows open. You you hear the sounds, you hear somebody arguing outside. It's just that morning in the ghetto, man. You know, yeah. that's what it feel like, man. So those are the differences. Like I see scenes when i see my music bro yeah yeah that's what it is those are the differences
0: that explanation makes a lot of sense as i as i'm like thinking of the track in my head um and it really sounds like a beautiful track how far do you see this beautiful picture series going do you do you um like because i mean you had beautiful picture three like is this is this something bigger that you have planned that you want to see this beautiful picture series morph into or like what, what's what's your, your future expectations for the beautiful picture series
1: it's still debatable you know it's still deba- being debated on if I should uh like we don't know right? it's it's, not like sound like a movie beautiful up. picture <laughs> yeah I got I got two I got two series within my projects that just keeps on lingering I got right. you know nighttime maneuvers one two and three and I got beautiful picture one, two, and three. So it might be the end for beautiful beautiful picture two, beautiful picture. But, uh, okay, time maneuvers, they want me to end that, but I, I, I gotta go with what I feel, man. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. But, beautiful picture, you never know, man. I might hear that track and it might put me in the mind of what it is, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know, bro. You yeah, never you know.
0: might, Heidi might hit you with another track and you like, Nah, this got to be beautiful to picture for yeah yeah like
1: some crazy <laughs> right, right. so you, you leaving the door so.
0: open for the possibility I could do exactly I'm definitely
1: yeah. open definitely
0: so let me say this probably my favorite track on the album is entitled manage money black men oh yeah yeah what inspired the subject matter for this song
1: man bro I had that concept in my head for about three years before I even wrote the record I had it in my head, like real talk. I had that concept in my head for about three years before I even wrote the record, man. And it was like, you know, the Black Panthers gave us free lunch and they called them a gang, homie, they need us. They called it, you know, that that's the whole meaning of the album cover. You know, they called them a gang, like the Black Panthers gave, gave back to the community, but y'all labeled them as a gang.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: giving back to the community, paying it forward, but still you're not gonna come try to fuck with our shit. So we're gonna by, at all costs, we're gonna protect what's ours and we're gonna protect our people. And but they call them a game. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I go, you know, um, uh, Free Mumia, peace to Asada, you know, political prisoners. You know, try to give them peace, but this peace they'll fire, you know. Black men, we need to manage money. My own mind state doing the damage to me. It goes back to, you know, that mind state, bro. Like glorifying shit, you know, not glorifying it, but we idolize all of the negatives. You see what I'm saying? Like we idolize these things because that's what we know when we grew up, when we grow up, when we, as we're growing up, we look at the ball players. we, We idolize them too, but we also see this cat, that uh, ain't never shot a ball, driving the same shit. That this dude went to four college, four years of college for, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And, and got in the league. You know, he he's sitting right on the floor. He he know him, because he's from the it's from two different worlds. But that's what it is. You know, mm-hmm. they're right here with each other. Mm-hmm. So we see that man, and it's like, I would just wanna and and, and a lot of people would think that was inspired by nip. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle, he was such a visionary. Mm-hmm. But I understood what he was doing, I understood Nip, but I had that thought in my head, I had that concept in my head, man, like three years, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, the survival, I mean, not the survival scroll, Knowledge and Power was done in 2019.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, so it's like I, I knew what it was, I knew what I wanted to say, but I didn't write the words, and I also knew what, I, I'm gonna shoot the video, I don't know how old the album gets. Yeah. I'm let me do the video. It's gonna it got to be right, though.
0: I would definitely yeah. look forward to seeing that video, man. Yeah, yeah that, I think that's my favorite track on the album, hands down. I mean, there's there's other solid tracks, but you know, when you listen to an album, you, it's just that track that hits, you know. And and, yeah. and it, for me, it's there's albums that I'll listen to, and there'll be that one track that grabs my attention so yeah. fully that it yeah. makes me more excited to listen to everything else on the album. That's the right. track that did it for me, you know? Um, and I mean, I was listening, like, in sequence of the album, but when that one came on, I was like, wow. Like, to me, that track embodies the album. Like, yeah. to me, it, it it is the, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, it is the 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 representative track of the album you know yeah um, like, in my, in I, I agree yeah
1: I agree man like that 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 in my homegirl story Devereaux oh yeah I have to, I have to her young drop her she came through and, and, and went crazy on the spoken word but she was giving it from I'm giving it from a black man and she's giving it from a black mother's Woman, perspective yeah, yeah but you know she's an amazing vocalist as well and she thought she she wanted me to sing. She wanted her to sing on it. I said, nah, you gotta you gotta speak to him. And that's what she did. She she got busy. Like salute little Story Devereaux. She's wow. amazing. What what
0: made you say, knowing that she was a vocalist, what made you because she doesn't do spoken word at all? Or was she it, does? Oh, she, she does. does. She okay. She does everything. She does everything. What yeah, made you does. say, Okay, okay, this is the record. you you're gonna do the spoken word on not the singing, knowing that she has a history of singing as well.
1: Sonically, it didn't, I didn't hear vocals on it. Mm. I didn't hear vocals on that record because like what, what, then we're going to, we're really going to take them to church. You know, like nothing wrong with that. Right, right, right. I get you. But I didn't want, I kind of, I kind of wanted it to be right here. Yeah, I get you. So instead of going all the way up here, I wanted it to be right here from my tone to the beat. To her approach, I wanted you to stay right here with me. And I wanted you to soak in everything we were saying. So I really didn't hear vocals on that 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 record. Like that wasn't, that's not the one you wanted, you know, singing on. Right, right, right.
0: It makes perfect sense. Now let me ask. Indeed. Let me ask you, um what because her message on that spoken word piece is powerful. Yes, it is. Motive, what do you think motivated That message of hers did, Was that a conversation you had with her prior As to what you wanted her to The direction you wanted her to go in Like what did she tell you Motivated that direction
1: I told her the concept And she said bro I got it Nice Plain and simple I didn't tell her what to, I didn't hear it until she came to record it Got it You know what I mean I, I told her the concept And what I My vision and she said, I got it. Send me the beat. I got it. She wrote it at home. And she came. She did her thing. Like, it's, that's that's just it. Like, it ain't wow. even. She did. She She's a professional. You know yes, what I
0: mean? Yes, yes. Did, did, right. did. You said you told her the concept. Did, did she, did she at all hear your vocals first? Like, your verses first? Or it was just straight up off the concept?
1: Damn. My vocals was on it. Okay. it was on it it was on the record got yeah, the it. vocals was on it so i nice. sent it without i sent it uh i sent it the whole song that's I yeah know. we sent it a whole song we sent it the whole record and we had a bunch of space at the end and she asked me she said she got it told her the concept she asked me to uh how long did i need it to go i said man until you feel it like we we, we create this you can't put a limit on it you know right so i said have whatever however much time you need you know whatever you need you need two minutes three minutes if it's gonna be an eight minute track we're gonna get it on there you know those who really love it gonna listen so right i told her, she she had a when i work with people um uh, vocalists i don't i don't i don't do too much coaching for lack of better words okay well, I'm not a vocalist, so I don't coach. Right, but I don't, I don't, I, I want them to hear it first, and I want them to give their feelings and reactions. You, 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 you write what you feel to this, and, and vibe with me, because if I tell you what to write, it's just my vibes, man. You know what I mean? You can say it and make it sound good, but I want you to write what you feel. So I don't, I don't. I, I, I very seldomly send something to somebody that can that's, that's a vocalist and and give them direction. You know, sometimes people try to take it into a. I know this is a business, but I, I want the music to uh, sound great. You know. So I have a
0: scenario for you that goes, you know, that kind of connects with the song title. Um, check this out. A person doesn't have much money. Which do you think is more important? Managing mm. the little money they already have or putting themselves in a position to make more money?
1: Managing.
0: Mm.
1: Tell me why. Because when you manage it, you flip it inevitably. You Know what I mean? If you manage it, you flip it and you get more, you're doing right by it. So you're gonna get more eventually. Mm. So if you you know, if you if you manage your money, that means you're doing right by it, you're not wasting it, it's not disposable. It's you're you're managing your money, and if you do that, how are you gonna lose? I dig it. You see what I'm saying? So you can only grow, you can only get more. Yeah, you can only get more, like it's inevitable. So it's just, it's almost like with one comes the other you yeah. know what i mean yeah you know so, why yeah. i
0: asked that that that's a great answer and, and and the reason why i asked you that question is because the song is titled manage money right like it's right. not it's not titled we need to get more money or we need to yeah. you know <laughs> we need to we need, yeah. it's not even titled financial freedom you know what i mean like nah. it's dealing with the idea of managing money so I, I wanted to get your perspective on that, but that was a great answer.
1: <laughs> Thank you, bro. Like managing money, you gotta, that's one thing we struggle with, you know, managing our money. Do we really need what we get? You know, do we need it or do we want it? Some our parents taught us as a, as youngins. Do we need it or do we want it? You know, what, what what is it? So, you know, it's up to us to manage it, you know? And if we don't know how to do it, how are we gonna teach our babies? Right, right, indeed. So. It is what it is. That's what it is, man. You well, know, you don't need financial advisors to, you know, advise you financially a hundred percent if you know how to do it on your own. Right, right. You
0: know, so well said, man. So going back to this song, and and you you referenced it earlier in the hook. You say, "Black men, we need to manage money. You know, mm-hmm. our own mind state is doing the damage to us." Um. I know you talked about that mind state, right? Like the the net like the the mind the negative mind state, right? Mm-hmm. Um I wanna switch this a little bit though, because obviously we got the you know that street mind state that may cause that may bring damage to us, right? But yeah. um what about the brother that's not caught up in the streets or you know, may not have done how you say things that you would consider the typical things that would bring damage to us, right? Uh, But the brother that maybe he went to college, got a degree, and he's just trying to start his own business and really make things happen for himself, but he just can't get a break. Mm -hmm. Aside from the politics that can, can hold us back at times, like, what would you say is holding that brother like what is disabling that brother's
1: mind state
0: you know what i'm saying or um holding him back what what about his mind state is holding him back
1: it's still you know uh demons come in all you know shapes and forms and thoughts and you know nowadays it's not even it's it's before the cars and before the jewelry and before this glamorous lifestyle everybody wants they see it on these mm. so they could be tied up into that right you know that can hinder you so much so as though you, you're not getting things done that, that could be a part of it right Right. everybody has everybody has things they need to everybody has their vices right whether good or bad you know like they they have these things these everybody has uh demons everybody has things that uh will hinder you right right whether it's mental illness or something you know so right right these are the things that can be his downfall right right everybody's different It it could be in the same category but it's different for everyone you know what i mean and that could be it you know it could be uh if he's on if he's on uh the right path, for lack of better words. Right, right. It could be women. It could be sex, it could be alcohol, it could be, you know.
0: Vices, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it, could, it can come in all types of ways. Yeah. You know, so everybody has something they need to manage. You yeah. know, you know, it, it could be anything, bro. It, it comes when it comes. Yeah, yeah. And everybody deals with this. I just use black men because I'm a black man and I just want to speak to my brothers, you know. Uh not preach but speak. And that's what it is. Like we need to manage money, meaning the mind state. We need to get out of that mind state of I gotta be better than you. Yeah. When we both can be great. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. I can't look at somebody and pay attention to what they doing and expect for me. You know, to, to 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 not get booked out of town and do things like that, and I, I I gotta focus on what I need to focus on. But it's and I'm gonna give my my brother next to me the same resources if he need it. So that's what it is, man. It's like it could be it could be vices, man. Different vices from yeah. different different angles.
0: Right, right. So yeah, taking a a deeper look at self, and yeah. the things that's conflicting you, I could yeah. dig that. That makes sense, man. It's so, and it's a universal kind of understanding, right? Like, Fact. you know, when you sit and you just really observe what is holding you
1: back, right? Um, that like, that could be know. the
0: the mind state that's damaging.
1: Yeah, and some people they not they not even some people don't even pay attention to their self. Mm. Some people don't know. If you hear person, you know, they, they saying, you know, uh, I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want to do. You know, tap in. You know, you, you should know. You're not saying, no, your gift given to you. Everybody born with a gift. It may take a lifetime. It may take you 50, 60 years to find that, but you got to find out what you like for that moment. You know what I mean? Like tap into that. That's it. Like tap into that. You know, some people don't even pay attention to their self, bro. Like they don't, they don't know what they like. They don't know what they love. They don't, they don't know what their favorite color is. Really, simple shit. You know, tap into yourself. You know, my grandma, she always said, you know, I can talk to myself, but the, the, the problem is when I'm starting to answer myself. Right, right. right. That's I've heard
0: that before. Definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah tap into yourself man that's it you just gotta you gotta you gotta know what you you gotta know you not just the vessel you, you gotta know you you gotta know who you are what you love and what do i want to do 10 years from now you know you gotta think about those things and a lot of people don't do that sadly yeah you know
0: so the track follow my lead is another really dope track um the beat is so soulfully rich it reminds me of, you know, that ninth wonder soul council sound. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, man, you, you guys did a like a really awesome job, you know, Thank you. Thank selecting you. the beats for this album, man. Like like when did y'all realize that y'all had it? Like, you know, after going through all of these different beats and, and now was it always gonna be 10 tracks or was it did you guys have to narrow down from, you know, from more?
1: We came up with ten for a reason, you know. People attention okay. spans. We wanted to still put out projects. At that time, I had something against. Uh, I had something against EPs, man. You know, I feel mm. like if I took this much time off, and people were waiting, why would I give them four or five records? Let's Got give it. them five more, and let's make it ten. I could. Dig we it. chose. Yeah, we chose 10 because it was you we wanted to keep it under that 40 minute mark. Chicago Third World City is an hour long. That's my first joint. And uh we wanted to keep these the ones from here on out under that 40 minute mark for different reasons. Right, right. You know, uh um merch. That's art, but I'm speaking like CDs, cassettes. Absolutely. Vinyl. You know, vinyl like we we wanted to keep that under that 40 minute mark so when we send it to the vinyl pressing companies and it's no problems side a side b great clarity whip room left and the listener it's not a long listen you know right we giving you we giving you a, lot, a nice meal you know what I'm saying and it's not like this where you got to put some up for later right, you right, get right. all this but you still it's just enough to satisfy
0: head. you yeah, right, Yeah, you you're not you're not um you're not yeah. you're not overfull. You know what I mean? Like you're right. you're satisfied.
1: I like that. It's, it's hella replay value. So you're gonna come back to the same meal. It's good. It's not much, but you're gonna come back, chip away at it every every time you you want to do it. You know, but it's more. So less is more in that Indeed.
0: sense. So, uh getting back to that track, follow my lead. uh You have a deep line on there where you say. The truth is in the garments. You put it on and let it shape you for life is when, when everything seems to be honest. Can you explain the meaning behind that lyric?
1: See the crazy part about that lyric, right? The truth is in the garments. You put it on and let it shape you for life. See, there's two different stories on how that came together. Right. Uh, the, 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 the song follow my lead, you know, one night, Hadi and I, we were on Facebook Live and we were just, we was drunk, bro. Like we were, we were, we had a few, you know, and um, I probably spent the night over his crib that night. I don't remember, man, but we had a few and we were playing beats and I said, fuck it, let me go on Facebook Live. This, the the, the co-owner of this brand, Leaders, Chicago based brand, so many people was won Leaders. You know, leaders 1354. Uh, Corey, Corey, Corey Gilkey. He he uh he hopped on the live. like he barely say shit. He hopped on the live while we playing the beats. And he says, I like that beat. I still got the video on my phone. Mm. He says I like that beat. I like it. You know what I mean? I said, Corey, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm gonna write a, I'm a song for leaders to this beat. And that's where it came from, follow mm-hmm. my lead. you know. Um, and when I came up with that line, the truth is in the garments because it's a play on the inspiration from the song, leaders, Chicago brand, you put it on and let it shape you for life is when everything seems to be honest. Yeah. It's a double entendre from me. And the second part to the answer to that, my, me my brother, Keith. We go on these gym spurts at times when we just work out warriors. You know, we just working out every day. And we we would joke and we would laugh. And one of the things we would say is, the truth is in the garments. So you, you put on these pants, they too tight, that means your ass ain't losing weight. Mm. But if you put them on and they, you know, that means you're working. So the truth is in the garments. And I'm gonna use that for my merch. You know, don't, don't, you know, somebody out there listening. <laughs> That's my line. I'm that's my it's in your soul. lyrics
0: already, man. Ain't nobody like it's already there etched in there, man.
1: The truth is in the garments, and we would say that and we would laugh at it because, but it's some real. shit. The truth is in the garments, you put it on and let it shake you for life. So that's the double line, Tondra, right? From that inside joke to real life, shit. you put it on and let it shake you for life is when everything seems to be honest. Yeah, the clothes are the honest things. One of the most honest things in our lives, man, our clothes, because they ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> They're gonna let you know when you're getting small or big. You know, wow.
0: so can I tell you? Um, I had a slightly different interpretation of it. Um, <laughs> That's and, music. That's the and art. I think, I think you know, hearing what you had to say is valuable because I always want to know what the artist intended. But right. I'll give you my interpretation because, you uh, know, and yeah. sometimes I'm like really I'm a lyric head. So like I will sit and I will really absorb absorb a lyric. I'm just a fan of the lyrics. Yeah. So when, in, in in me kind of reviewing the line, it sounded to me like you were dealing with, um, you know, the garment being this idea of giving your true self to the world, right? The garment is the exterior. (laughs) So whenever anyone sees you, they're seeing the true you. So you're kind of like, it sounded like you were trying to tell people, be your true self, not inside, but outside as well. Because when you do that, um, that's when everything seems honest. That's when people will respect you.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what I was getting from it. Um, But I probably went too deep. How was that? (laughs) You know, I felt like I went too deep, though.
1: (laughs) Nah, nah, Paul. Like you didn't. You you know, it's like this is this art, bro. Like I put it out there for that. Dope, dope. I put it out. Nas will never tell you the meaning behind ilmatic. Why? Because he wants you to go back and study. Right. He'll never tell you. It's not for people to know. Like people, people were would uh they had this big. Big, um, it was this big, um, I don't want to say debate, but it was this big thing about what's the meaning behind Childish Gambino's This Is America video. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Like, yeah, yeah of course, remember, I remember the video, uh, yeah. Conspiracy theorists they came with their meanings, and this is what he said, right? This is what it meant, right here, and this part of the video, number at, at uh 305. Nah, he, he never came and told you the meaning behind that because mm-hmm. he wants you to keep studying. Right. That's what this shit is for. Like the way you interpreted it could be totally different from somebody else's. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But when I break it down to you, it was something that simple, bro. Word, word, but I appreciate that. Like you know, I said, I like yeah. to know
0: what the artist intended. The other yeah. thing I noticed too, and I don't know if you, you deliberately put this in, but the word seams, you know, like yeah. seams in clothing's.
1: Yeah, the you jeans.
0: Know. Yeah, like the right. Okay, so you that definitely was that. Okay, it's all double yeah, up the seams, yeah, like words. the jeans. Got it, got it, dope, dope. So yeah. I got that one right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, on the topic of follow and lead, because that's the name of the song, follow my lead. But on the topic of follow and lead, how do you define a good leader and also a good follower? What characteristics? Should both have for genuine success?
1: They both they both go hand in hand. A good leader, a good leader should be ready to put his followers on, and a good follower should ask questions. Mm, I like that. you know what I mean. Like yeah. don't just follow, motherfucker. Don't just be content with me feeding you. You want them, you should be in the kitchen with me. You know what I'm saying? You should be watching me cook the food to give to you. So you can one day
0: cook the food and give to others. Man, that is that is so well said. And you said it so simple, right? Like, like that was just right on point, man. Thank you. The, indeed, the, the track Bolo or B-O-L-O, I don't know how you how you refer to Chuck, it.
1: Chuck Chuck sequenced and then he titled it. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. He makes some of the titles too.
0: Got it, got it. Uh, it's such a raw boom bap song, and you have a line on there where you say, I don't care if you wash windows on the side of the expressway, become great at that until you make a million, then open up businesses and put your own inside, you know? So it, that line made me think about, um, you know, it's like, it's one thing to be great at something, Uh but it's another thing to take something you're great at and then turn it into a business that's profitable and sustainable, not only for now, but for future generations to come. What what would you say is the first important step one must take to achieve that kind of success once they find out what they're great at?
1: The first step you must take, and I say it all the time, like, uh, how many languages you speak?
0: Only one right now, (laughs)
1: English. No, you don't. You speak more than one language because okay. you you know the language you know the language of media.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Think like, about so it from that yeah. step is that was a linear step. response.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the first step is always knowing the lingo. Got if it. I know the language, I don't know what the fuck a carburetor is. I don't know what a carburetor does. I don't know what a ball joint does. I don't know what a fucking alternator does. I don't know the lingo, but you take it to a mechanic, he knows this language, and that's the first thing he had to know. Mm. You have to know the lingo first because when you get in the room with these people, how are you going to progress if you don't know the language? If you don't know what a fucking – if you don't know what systolic and diastolic normal is and you're a doctor, what do you know what to do next? You have to know the lingo. So once you know the language and the verbiage behind all of this that you want to know, that's what you need. You need to do that first. Mm. You need to study the language. So that's what it is. Like we all speak different languages. It's just what are we speaking in? You know? Right, right, right. Hadith say shit all the time. Like, you know, he had the SP 1200 and he plugged it into the interface and recorded it and all this technical producer shit, but that's a language.
0: Right,
1: you know what I mean. So that's my advice, man. You gotta know the language first, bro. Like you gotta don't just jump into it. Study it and, and know the lingo. That's my yeah. that's something I tell everybody. Yeah. Whether it's basketball, you have to know the lingo. Right. If you right. You don't know the lingo, you're jumping in. You, you're studying abroad. Right. Right. And that right. may take longer.
0: So would you equate that to, let's say you, you know you're great at something, right? Like you're you're good at you're really good at maybe drawing or something, or you're great at, you know, fixing cars, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, um, are you saying studying the lingo is like like taking a taking it a, a step further and just having, like furthering your studies on this knowledge? Yeah. Got yeah. it, got it.
1: Because because when you look at all the greats, LeBron, Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson was doing this shit since he was five years old. Yeah, yeah. God rest his soul, but he didn't know the business.
0: Right, right.
1: When he was five, he didn't know, you know, what the fuck subsidiary, you know, he didn't know what that meant. He didn't know what exclusive in the contract means, you know. But as he got older, he wanted to take that step to to branch off and do what he needed to do, so he had to know the lingo. And he he get that at going along the journey, you know. So it all comes with that. You could be great before you know what it is you're doing right right so that makes a lot
0: of sense especially when we're talking about business right like you know you know going into business it's 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 very important to study the ins and outs and you know the 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 structure and everything so yeah man Mm -hmm. that that's that's a great answer um so the next track is entitled um what's your motivation featuring sky zoo Uh, i know we spoke about him a bit earlier you know referenced him earlier uh where would you say you find the motivation to keep going when you're at your lowest?
1: Motivation is the music for me. Mm. Like when I'm when I'm feeling like fucked up about some and I, I'm really not having a good day, I, I listen to all type of music, not just hip hop. Everybody get a chance in my tape deck. Every genre, you know, if I if I like it, I like it. I play it. So mm. I go to the music, bro. Like I go to that music. And and it could be anything. It could be whatever. Just beats, but I I go to music for that motivation. You know, whether it's driving and listening to music, whether it's just old schools. I got the vinyl player right here. I go to the music, man. It's it's been that way for years. Mm. You know, I go to music and I go watch these. I had this thing with watching. we're watching videos on YouTube of big ass five hundred million dollar mansions. <laughs> because, because when I went to LA for the first time and did it for a show, our hotel we had to drive so far. We we drove through the hills at night, and I just saw the city. And on the other side were these big ass cribs, and it just inspired me, man. And I, I I came back home, and I would just watch these videos. On YouTube, and that would just give me this inspiration. Nice. You know, uh, another form of motivation for me is the 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 artists that I grew up listening to, the Nas, Jay Z's, right. when they drop new music, I'm inspired. Nice. I'm motivated to do. And then, most of all, I'm self motivated. You know what I mean? Right, I right. can tell myself I'm gonna do this. You know, it could be me reaching out to somebody for something and they not telling me, you know, in my head, what I really want to hear. So i say, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get that anyway.
0: Yeah, you're gonna figure it out, your own. I'm gonna figure yeah, it
1: out. Yeah. So I'm motivated to do it, I'm a self-motivated person. I get up, I have these mental projections of myself doing these things and, and I just go for it, man. Wonderful. So I'm, I'm self-motivated overall, you know.
0: That's, that's a great place to be, man, to be self-motivated. Yeah. Speaking of music though, if you had to name like, your two most motivating records that you go Ooh. to, <laughs> like what what would, they, what would they be?
1: Two most motivating records? That's not even hard, bro. Okay. I would say Generational Wealth featuring my brother, Jay Ivey, salute to him. He just got nominated for a Grammy. Oh, shout out, um, shout out. Congrats. Yeah, Jay Ivey, Chicago, Jay-Z, Kanye West, John, he gave John Legend his name. Salute to him. Uh, What, uh, Generational Wealth, that's on the Survival Scroll Project featuring Jay Ivey and my brother Peter Jericho. Okay. And uh, uh, Manage Money.
0: Got it, got
1: it. Manage Money. Like if you don't get the the gems out of Manage Money, like I don't don't understand.
0: Right, right. So
1: you, I I, I like that answer
0: because you gave your records, but I I was more so like the records that motivate you that's not your records like even from like I know you oh. said yeah I know you said you listen oh. to like other artists it doesn't have to be hip-hop it could be it could be as old as the 80s the 70s whatever like what is the what are those records that's like your go-to records when you're not feeling too good and you like man that is the one that brightens up your day
1: man everybody loves sunshine by Roy Ayers nice that shit was just I wish I was in New York City that summer that came out. Right. Wow. He's a New York City guy. I wish I was there when that shit dropped around that time.
0: Shout out to Roy. I actually interviewed him years ago on this platform. So yeah, man. Was he dope?
1: Like, what? What was? Oh, he was cool, cool,
0: man. We asked him about um, sampling, like, you know, how does he feel about, you know, hip hop artists sampling him and. He gave like the coolest answer. Like he was cool with it. Like he like it, you know, you get when you get a chance, go check it out. It's um it's one of the v- most viewed videos that's on this channel. Um we did it in person years oh, ago. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. I can send you the link too. Um but yeah, like it, it, it even made its rounds like on blogs and stuff. This might have been like, I don't know, seven years ago. It was out there on like that's the true. blogs and stuff and yeah, that's he was dope. very humble, very cool, very down to earth. Like, yo, yeah, man. So that's, that's dope funny. that you said sunshine, man. Everybody has the bro. sunshine. That's dope.
1: That's yeah. Dope. Yeah, Roy Ayers, man, Roy Ayers. Everybody loves the sunshine. It's just that record. Like when I say, when like I said earlier, when I hear certain songs, I think of moments and scenes, scenarios. So that's, that song speaks for itself. It's like Black people, In that time, we all going through some shit, but we having the best time of our our lives. Nothing matters, but right now we're drinking and doing whatever they used to do in the 70s. That's what mattered. And that's what it was. Like Roy Ayers, everybody loves the sunshine. I fucking love that record to death, bro. Like that's the record. That's like number one. T.S. Monk, Bon Bon V, is just, it's groovy, you know, it's groovy. Um, it's kind of cliche what I'm saying with scenes and shit like that. Uh, Frankie Beverly and Maze, Golden Time of Day, um, especially the end. Oh, that's beautiful. Nice. That's beautiful. Uh, Chicago, a group by the name of Chicago from the 60s. Uh, the beginnings, it's called beginnings. That's it. That's one. Um, Lenny Kravitz, uh, "Look in My Little Girl's Eyes" song he wrote about his daughter. I'm a guy with daughters. Nice, nice. Uh, that um, it's so many, bro. I can I ain't even got in a rap. Back nah, that's yet. cool. You gave me more you know, than I expected, man. Yeah, and, like it's so many.
0: Right, and and and, and I see where you're your music uh love lies too like in the, in the soul and the jazz and stuff yeah man. bro yeah, yeah. definitely
1: zoo, the jazz guy
0: you know I'm, I'm glad you brought him up because um like i said he's featured on that track what's your motivation Yeah. um what is it about somebody like sky sky zoo that motivates you as an mc see
1: before i even known sky zoo i could tell he was a genuine guy mm-hmm. you know i I would always get these comparisons. Of course, I'll listen to him a lot coming up. You know, Cloud Nine. How could you resist that? Yeah, you know. Oh man,
0: that's the record right there, man. That yeah. Nice one like,
1: how, how could you resist that? You know what I mean? Like, he's a fucking marchman when it comes to the pin game. You know, uh, it's like he's such a genuine guy. He's a genuine dude. You know, and for me to be honored to go on tour with him and and Elzai and just you know being able to tell these dudes and call these dudes, my brothers are I, 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 I love, bro. Like it's it's very, for, for that being my first run consistently, you know, it, that came with a lot of sacrifices. And for him to be on, you spend 30 days with somebody, you're gonna get closer to them, no Indeed. matter what it is. Indeed. You know, he's so down to earth. And, you know, my very first day meeting him, we went to the Taste of Chicago. I took him to the Taste for the first time. Nice. So that's something he'll remember. Like he's a very genuine guy, God, man. And Skazu would always be, you know, one I hold up here. Nice. Over anybody. You know what I mean? Not you know that that's close to me with this shit. You know, so he's he's a he's a very genuine guy, man. He's genuine, he's genuine. Dope, one of dope. the realest cats in this shit. Real talk. Definitely, definitely.
0: You know, I, I wish Hadid was here. I wanted to ask him this question, but I'll, I'll ask you and maybe you could answer it. Um, okay. On that same track, what's your motivation? I noticed that there's a beat change up when Sky Zoo comes in. Yeah. Like, what was, uh, what, what do you think uh, was the reason for the beat change up? Uh, like, he could have simply just rocked on the same vibe that you were rocking, the same instrumental vibe, but it switches what? up for him.
1: Honestly, bro. That's a question for me. Oh, okay, okay, good. She was totally against that. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was, he was totally against. I'm that, glad I yeah. asked it. Yeah. Nah, he, he was against that. He he. To be honest, uh, and I had to tell Sky, I was like, we changed the beat. Sky loves to rap over the OG beat because that's what he wrote it to, but that oh. beat wasn't like, it wasn't fitting because you know we we had just came from the taste. It was fucking eleven thirty 30 at night, 12. We had been, you know, we were having a good time that day. We were full. We would, he was in there dancing and shit, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies. He was, you know, we went back to the lab and it was like we were kind of burnt out. And I my, you know, I had to come back and listen to it. And I said, nah, this this needs another beat. I think it could be stronger than that. You know, and Hadi, he was like, "Man, nothing wrong with this one," but I was like, you know, like I said earlier, if the three of us say something, two say one thing, and you know, majority rules. Right, right. Chuck agreed. Chuck agreed. <laughs> so we we changed the beat. We went through a ton of joints with the same BPM, and this this is behind the scenes shit people really don't tell. Right, right. But, you know, we we we. Matched up the BPMs, and I, I even said it. I'm like, man, because when you really listen to the track, Skazoo's talking about Biggie.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Listen to his verse. He's talking about Notorious Big. So I'm like, okay, I'm this dude out of Cape Town. I'm from Chicago. He's from Brooklyn. I'm on my way up in this shit. He chose to rhyme about a guy who he lived right down the street from. Right, right, you know right. Yeah. It just so happened to be one of the most controversial, uh, one of the, you know, artists to ever grace music, make music. So, man, bro, like he rapped about big, so he couldn't, out of respect, I chose to change that beat. And if he rapping about really the ghost of Biggie, I wanted the beat to be hard, but a little spooky. If you go back nah. and listen to it, it'll make more sense. No, nah, no, nah, yeah. yeah,
0: definitely. So you let me know, ask you, you something. Had, you said Hadi didn't want to change it up. like you, Because you, you're doing a good job kind of explaining what you wanted the beat to sound like. So how, what was the process like for you guys to... Did he go back and like
1: craft it specifically? He didn't make the beats. These are beats... He has a Oh, you just beat.
0: you were able to find something that fit that vibe. We're going, we're going matching BPMs nice. and okay. folders, bro. Got it, got it. I did
1: myself. <laughs> Yo, matching BPMs and folders. we going through beats like he got funny. a beach for days. Like fuck, nah, you okay to a, Oh, you thought he made it. Nah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah cause cause when nah. you said um, when you said you know you wanted it to sound a certain way. But no, that makes sense. When you say he got he got a beat for every day for mad years from now, like that makes sense. No, yeah,
1: like it's like you got to go like,
0: shopping, like you know, beat shopping.
1: Yeah, we went through folders, crazy <laughs> folders, uh, uh, just trying to find. We we came up with so much shit. We like, nah, that one don't. That one don't. It don't fit. It don't fit. Just going down the list. He set it up some crazy way to where the beat was playing and it was looping. And we were able to just press the down button and the beat would change. Wow. What is that
0: experience like? Because I could only imagine that as fun as it may seem, it may also be a little taxing, right? You're like, you're literally yeah. having to listen through until you just get that sound that you're looking for. How, how were y'all able to, to get through that?
1: Oh, man, it, it was a tedious process, but it was also fun. Right. Simply because once you finally get it and you hear that joint and everybody look at each other, that's what it was. Like we knew. And it wasn't like, it's not like Hadid's like, uh, was against it. Like, you know, defensive. He's like, man, to me, shit, it sound good. But if y'all want to, you know, y'all want to change it, we can do that. And that's what it was. You know, we both agreed that, you know, two people agreed. It should be changed and let's switch it up. And we did. And I think it came out the best, the best version of itself yeah yeah you know? dope dope she was dope like that but when i do listen to it and i'm gonna admit this on camera i wish i would have rhymed over that beat if i can go back and change it one more time i would use that same beat sky wrapped over throughout the whole, the whole joint i hear you yeah. i hear you but it's dope yeah. it's dope I no i mean
0: i like both i like both you know both different sounds you know i gotta definitely shout out uh hadi because um Bedsty is burning um which for is the sure. the single um that he you know uh produced for uh sky um mm. is is i mean in addition to the you know the um managed money track, that track to me might be one of the best tracks I've heard this entire year. the bedsty is burning track like like yeah. when I heard it immediately. Um, I just was like, this is a huge record. Like, it just feels so, big, and they got the, you know, they got the ensemble that's that's playing on the um on on the song yeah, too, on yeah. the beat too. By like, like Hadi, man, big ups to you, brother. You know, um, like you, you, you are extremely gifted, and gifted man. And hopefully, oh, I even, get a chance. I'm to not gonna, with I'm
1: you. not going to explain. I'm not going to even get into how that came about because now. He just, he, he, he not on this interview, so y'all gonna have to do y'all yeah, own. Yeah, I know, I know,
0: definitely, yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to shout him out on that. It, like, yeah, it yeah. just, I didn't even, like, think of saying that. It just came impromptu, like, as you we were talking about Sky Zoo and stuff. No,
1: man. no, 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 no. Yeah. I ain't saying it like that, but shit. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I was, I'm thinking in my head as you saying it, like, should I, should I tell how that beat came about? And I was like, nah, I'm gonna I'm wait for Bro to get on here and do it. Y'all do it, and he, can, he gonna tell you how that because it's, it's a all crazy good. story. Oh, really? How Tazoo chose that beat. Got it. Got yeah. it. All
0: right, yeah, we'll we'll hold off for that. Uh we'll to hold get a on, on Yeah, that one. yeah thank <laughs> you, man. So um, I want to ask you this. The the track, the song Code Name Sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. You say, if you the brokest, you the lowest. But make a mill the next day, everybody know it. And those words made me think about how you could be grinding for years and people who already know you would not support you. But the minute you come up on some money or you gain even some popularity, that's when those same folks come out of the woodworks to give the support. Like what is it about the human mindset that would ignore the, the process that an individual goes through and only give recognition or props to the reward. So they ignore the process, but they give props to the reward. What creates that mindset? I feel like that's a human thing, you know what I mean, that it we is, see a lot. And I, yeah. I, I hear it, I hear people tell stories about this so much, you know, I just, it's something that I've, I, I, I see, you know, yeah, right. like what, 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 what would you say to that? Like what creates that mindset?
1: The human, the, I mean, the 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 end result, the success looks better than the journey. It's more sexier than a journey, you know. When you look at the the, the luxurious shit, you know what money can bring. It looks much more extravagant, and it's it's more it's more sexier than than the uh, sleeping on the floors and being tapped out, you know, splitting pieces slices with your homie. You see what I'm saying? Like it's much more, it's much more, it's beautiful it's beautiful. It's more appealing to then it's more appealing than uh the journey to get there. Mm-hmm. The instant gratification is is something within itself. So as though, you know, it's a just like a just like a bad habit. Mm. That people really don't have. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 you love this, but you really—it's bad for you. You know, people want the instant gratification. So it's that's the mindset. It's what we see. Yeah, it's what's around us. It's what's being driven towards us through propaganda and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. It's that's what it is, man. It's that instant gratification. Right, right. Mindset. It's a fucking, it's a, it's a sickness that people have and and that's what it is. You know, that is crazy.
0: Yeah. Cause you know, like you could, they could literally see your success too, you know, like, but the only thing is, is that your success is not being applauded or there's not this huge dollar amount to your success. So they'll see it, but only when a bunch of people come on board They're now willing to applaud it, which is kind of difficult yeah, to understand. People
1: want to skip the steps, man. I was just telling Chuck just yesterday, you know, we were having a conversation. I said a lot of people, a lot of these cats are content with looking like a rapper opposed to doing what they need to do to become an artist.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: People are content with buying the, the designer and Renting the the car, the same shit this dude worked his ass off for 20 years to get. People will look content with looking the part, but not putting the work in to do and get those things and be that. They want to look like the rapper and they don't want to, they're cool with looking like a rapper, you know, buying the things and doing all this shit and posting it up looking like you had a lifestyle but don't want to put the work in, but they are rappers. Right. They don't want to put the work in. They're just content with looking that way. Right. And that, that you know, I don't agree with it because I'm shit putting in the work. Right, right, right. But who the fuck am I to, you know, tell them motherfucker going to go buy $20,000 of shoes. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But the moment you listen to Manage Money, I hope you learn from it. You know, and, and that snap it out of you, you know. So that's that's what it is. <laughs> I, I I'm just I'm just a dude that's speaking my mind, bro.
0: I could dig it, man. Yeah. So, so we're near close of 2021, and sure? uh if you had to take a reflect back on the year, what would you say has been your most difficult experience or biggest challenge musically? as well as your greatest reward? Uh, Just within this year. Big,
1: my biggest challenge musically, I would say is, and these answers tie into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, My biggest challenge musically is keeping that balance, keeping that balance and staying on top of everything when the greatest reward comes means the shows going out of town, people want to, you know, do records, managing all of that stuff and still being able to keep the balance and keep those records going on the wall, getting done with the album, getting to the next one. You know, that that's, 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 that, that, that's what it is, man. Keeping the balance, you know, that's my biggest challenge. And, uh, I'm not the person to come on. I just keep it a buck, man. I'm, I'm not going to play like I got everything under control, but I'm, 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 I'm struggling with balance, you know, and, and it's like, because it's a lot and it's new, you know, and it's just coming upon me, you know? So the first year of everything is always going to be tough. Whether it's relationships, entrepreneurship, uh, whatever. Your first year of that is going to be tough because you really don't know Right, you're still right. learning the lingo so that's what it is man trying to find that balance between your family music staying on top of music keeping your sword sharp but the greatest reward is you know uh getting the name you know building just building man like I you know I, i'm I've been blessed to perform in them in all the 50 states almost. Nice. Almost. So if not all of them, you know, at least late 30s, you know, not even the cities like it's been so many cities, but it's just like, man, bro, I have to know that it's people out there that would love to be where I am right now. And I just feel like, you know, I'm just doing what I need to do. If everybody do what they need to do, there's no nobody would be able to tell me, man, I love what you're doing. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like a person came up to me and told me like, man, man, I love what you're doing. And my response was, man, I don't even know what I'm doing. What the fuck am I doing? That's, you know, I, I put myself in positions. We do what we need to do. We make decisions. You know, we, we put the plays together and we get in these rooms. We just, the world is one big network, bro. So, I'm just moving up in the network ladder. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That's it, bro. So I'm able to be on first name basis with large pro and meet Feral and all these, you know, these legendary cats, man, it's a blessing, man. You know, like, it's what it is. So that's the, that's the reward. You know, that's the biggest thing for the music is me moving up in that network ladder And, and it's like, I'm not taking that for granted. But on the other side of that is it's balance, man I, I I'm I'm weighing and i' I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, but it's like I gotta get used to it because right, it's right only right. gonna get even heavier yeah,
0: yeah. that makes sense man yeah. so um let me just first say thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I know I had you for a little longer than an hour <laughs> probably no, what, we'll going up, we'll up for we'll two hours up. so i appreciate your your time brother Great um, indeed indeed um i i want to ask you in closing like what's would you say is next for you musically do you have any plans for another um record with rashid Hadi um coming soon or is there another solo album coming in 2022 i know we're closing out the yeah. year but yeah like let's let the folks know what what's next in store
1: Man, next solo album. Uh, I don't oh, know if up, people kid? gonna zoom in on that shit, but as <laughs> you know, we got some. I don't know if you can read that, but yeah, I can't few, see. it, man.
0: But I, I, I get it. the picture. Huh? I, I said I can't see it, but I get the picture.
1: I yeah. can tell that you have
0: it organized there. Yeah, yeah, man, like, That's the
1: next. That's my next solo joint. Uh, And the way I work, man. The way we do shit, man. That might not even be the next solo joint, man. Okay. Because the next joint with Hadid, fully produced by Hadid. That's that's. If we want to put those records together, that's done. Got it. You see what I'm saying? So, but like, that's just the next one I want to come out. Got it. It might not happen that way, but that's the next one I want to come out. Uh, with me and Hadid do more records. Yeah, we got we got. My next solo joint with him, fully produced. Those songs with them now already in the can, done, but we're actually gonna work on a project together where he's rhyming and I'm rhyming. Nice. So yeah, yeah. He's, I nah, don't, don't just think he a producer, he get busy. Like he can, he'll kick you in your ass on the track if you if you, if you sleep on him, you know what I mean? So that's, that's coming into fruition where we're in the beginning stages of that. Do you
0: have any titles laid out or anything you want to say yet, or uh, kind of holding back?
1: <laughs> it's no title. Like okay. I, I came up with a title, but I don't think we're gonna use it. Okay, it's, it's no title yet, bro. It's no title. And uh he, he has. He just said it when we were in Dallas. Like man, I got all these ideas. Once we do it, I got a bunch of ideas. Like we got ideas, but once we sit down, like and get get. Finish the joints that are in line. that we're already finishing up first. Mm -hmm. Once we finish those, the record I got with my brother Peter Jericho, the Allure, the Chase. He's a phenomenal vocalist. Yeah, shout out to him. Yeah,
0: he's on one of the songs on the album. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's on Follow My Lead. We got out we got a project together. He's on the vocals. I'm on the I'm on the rhymes. He we got that. That's in the, the the last stages of uh post production and uh That's coming out. Um, then when we get done mixing that, Hadi and I we're gonna get right into our shit. Nice, that's gonna be nice. That's 2022. And uh, I ain't gonna say the next one yet, but you that we definitely gonna do an interview when that happens. You know, it's it's uh, it's a it's in a talks, uh, a a nice producer. Nice, I ain't gonna say no names because I ain't gonna spoil it, you know what I'm saying, but. When it happens, it's in the universe. He said it. When it happens, we gonna we gonna get on the show and we gonna make it happen. We're gonna talk about that. One.
0: Hey man, I'm looking forward to it, man. Keep me in the Yo. loop. Indeed, it
1: shows. You know, shows. Yeah, uh, shows, bro. Like, definitely plan on coming out to New York.
0: Right, right. Yeah, you
1: want to show you got to be in the building. Yes, bring the people. Uh, definitely plan on coming out to New York, Detroit. And everywhere else, man, we want to get overseas. We trying to, we trying to get the world, bro. I love it. I love trying it. Get the world,
0: keeping it moving, man. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's a blessing that you're able to still keep it moving, you know, in 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 light of this, you know, dealing with this pandemic or this level of the yeah. pandemic that we're on, man. Because you know, a lot of artists have been affected as far For as sure. tours and stuff, you know. But yeah, man, uh, it's been such a pleasure talking to you, man. I wish you. All the best. Continued success, man. Keep like, doing wow. your thing. Keep putting that consciousness in your music and that soul and that boom bap. Like, it's definitely felt, man. Like, um, I look forward to all the new music that you have coming out. And I'm definitely going back and check out some of the previous records, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Girl, definitely. City,
1: you got to listen to it all the way through. Indeed. Let me know what you think.
0: Yes, yes. Like yeah, definitely, man. I'm going to go check that out. Um and yeah, man, hopefully we get Hadee the next time, but um listen, man, much success to you um to thank all of you. our viewers, all of our listeners. I thank y'all for tuning in to the platform. It means everything to me, man. We are we finished episode 96, so we got about Four more episodes before the year's up to get to that hundredth episode. Yes, so keep... When I'm gonna be Rasheed.
1: But success <laughs> YouTube,
0: bro. <laughs> right, right. So um yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll see. Um and um yeah, so um definitely continue to check for us, man. Every Friday, a new episode. Uh make sure y'all subscribe to the platform, become a Patreon subscriber if you want to get access to exclusive interview clips. Um and yeah, man, till next next episode, man, next interview. I want to say peace, love, and light. Y'all stay focused, stay healthy, stay safe. We are out of here. Peace.